You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. You better you bet. PJ Glasser and Rob Brown here with you on this Monday. Nick Costos and Ken Barkley off today. We'll be back tomorrow. All right, Rob, let's wrap up this college football conversation and then get talking to some baseball. So we've gone through all of the Power Five conferences. We're split on all five, which is excellent. So I told you Clemson is my most confident. I think of all the five conference winners, if I had to choose one, I would pick Clemson. Who would be your most confident, would you say? Uh, That's a real good question because (laughs) my gut answer is honestly none of them, right? Like (laughs) Alabama, Georgia could both absolutely knock off LSU and probably, I mean, there's a very good chance. Florida State, Clemson. I'm not so, like I said, 55-45 lean. I'm probably going to go, I'm actually probably going to go Ohio State. Uh, I I, I think the Buckeyes are loaded. I think their pass game is going to be unreal as long as their quarterback does not just absolutely blow it this year. And I think Ryan Day, I, I think it's ridiculous to say Ryan Day's on the hot seat. He's not as long as he beats Michigan. But I think he understands that he really wants to make a statement in order to get the Buckeye fans that are disgruntled to shut up as they probably should. But I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is the difference. That guy can make unreal things happen with a football, and I expect him to this year. So there's no – I'm going to be real with you. There's none that I'm, like, jumping over the moon about, but I think I'm going to lean Ohio State. And I think that's what makes this season so great, and this college football year is awesome. And it makes me so excited for the expansion, the playoff upcoming, because I'm with you. I think there's going to be a lot of parity. I think a lot of these conferences are up for grabs, and I think it is great for the sport. All right, Rob, so if you know your college football playoff, if you know the four teams that you like, let's hear them. What do you got? Oh, I don't, but I'll try anyway. We talked about this on the show today. We're giving ours tomorrow, and I'm not going to lie. I got a whole note on my tablet. I got like an entire scroll on my tablet of different scenarios that I could see playing out. I'm going to start with the winner of the Southeastern Conference is going. Uh, Now, I do find it interesting that, you could theoretically uh, pick any of the three and have the other two both be one-loss teams, right? Like Georgia could lose the SEC and have that be their only loss. Do they get a punch ticket in because they're in arguably the toughest conference in football? I don't know. If LSU and Bama are both 11-1, and one, LSU wins the title and Bama doesn't, they're 11-1. and one. They got the same record as Georgia playing out of a tougher division. Do they go in ahead of Georgia? I don't know. Ohio State, Michigan, we could have the same thing. One of those teams could be 11-1 and left out of the Big Ten Championship. The other could be 11-1 and and win the championship because there is the Penn State wild card hanging out out there. That could throw a wrench into the whole system. Uh, I don't think the Pac-12 champ, unless they are undefeated, and there are 
a couple of other one-loss ACC, SEC, Big Big Ten champions out there. I I think you're only getting one tops from the the Pac-12. I'm going to lean to, as I said with the Big 12, I think the war of attrition. Actually, you know what? I'm going to lie. I'm going to say Texas is my most confident, my most confident conference championship. But okay, I am going to say, like I said, I think it's a war of attrition. I think Texas is going to drop a game stupid somewhere and kind of cost themselves a free ticket in. So I will go because I picked them to win the conference. LSU is in the playoff. I'm going to say because I picked them to win the conference, Florida State is in the playoff. I'm going to say. Ohio State is in the playoff, and I'm going to go Georgia gets in as the four by way of being regular season undefeated and playing a hell of a game in the SEC championship. And I do think, whether you like it or not, you get a couple of bonus points by playing in the SEC, right? I think that's why they get in two more than anybody else. So I'm going to go the the SEC bonus points, get Georgia in. So I'm going to go LSU – FSU, Ohio State, and Georgia are your final four dancing. All right, there you go. So that's Rob's four. My four, I like Clemson. I have Alabama. So much like you, I have the ACC winner. Have to throw the SEC winner in there. I like Michigan as well. And then the fourth team I was torn on. You know, like you, I was like, is it going to be a one-loss Georgia? Do I put Oklahoma in there? You know what, Rob? We're going to have some fun. I'm going to put Oregon State in my final four because why not? Right? We had... We had TCU last year, and wouldn't that storyline be something if we had Clemson against Oregon State in the college football playoff and DJ got to play against his former team? Stranger things have happened, Rob. I'm just saying. So we'll see if that's a storyline to watch. That's another fun market for people to bet as well. You know, everybody's looking at who will win the conference and all these different things. You're looking at win totals. I think a great market, Rob, is what team to make the college football playoff because every team is plus money to make the playoff this year, except for Georgia. They're minus 250, but every other team is plus money. Michigan's plus 100, Ohio State's plus 115, Bama's plus 150, USC plus 225, Clemson, Florida State plus 300. So you can find some good value that way too. Oregon State, who I just dropped, is 20 to 1. So maybe you can have some fun with that if you want. So there's a lot of different ways to play with this stuff. All right, Rob, so that is your playoff. Those four teams, who do you like to win the national championship? PJ, leave me alone, man. I I'm just sorry. The God. people want to know. Lord. Man, what, so much pressure. I was just supposed to come here and be a fill-in and have a good – okay. Um God, that's that's really good, man. Like I and, and I want you to know this isn't like Rob's been caught by a surprise. Rob does or a, a two-time South Carolina Broadcasters Association Sports Talk Radio Show of the Year in the state of South Carolina. Again, hashtag shameless self-promotion. I do this a lot. I'm just telling you, I'm having a real damn tough time with it, right? Like I uh any of those four I could see getting there. I am going to go ahead and take FSU out of the mix. Not because I don't think they're going to be good. I think FSU is very good. I think FSU hasn't been here or anywhere close to it with this regime. Whereas some of the other guys that I have in the mix have been here before. I think Brian Kelly's expectations are exceptionally high. And again, I really like LSU. I'm going to go LSU gets in. Um, I hate it. 
but I think Ohio State can get back again. I just, I am higher on the Buckeyes than a lot of other people seem to be. I'm placing it on the defense. I'm placing it on the offensive skill position. It just comes down to whether or not they can go with a quarterback. And by the way, if I recall correctly, the Buckeye quarterback is sitting at like the, the eighth shortest odds to win the Heisman. So he's not a nobody. If they get any production out of that position, I think the skill talent around the Buckeyes are as good as anybody else in the country. So let me get an LSU Ohio State natty. And I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Tigers. I think I'm going to go LSU to win the national championship. I, 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 and for the record, Florida State could beat them in week one. And LSU still goes, right? Sincerely. Yeah, they it could. could be, and it could they go could. either way. If, And I'll also put this caveat, PJ. If Florida State beats LSU in week one, flip these two and give me the Knowles to win the Natty. But I just like LSU a touch more than I do LSU. I'll tell you what, I will go winner of the week one LSU-FSU game is your national champion. That's how I'm going to weasel my way out of making a pick. Let's go. That's a take right there. And if that hits, props to you. Uh, I am with you on I am with you, Rob, on the Tigers. I think the Tigers will win the national championship. I just think it's gonna be the Clemson Tigers. I am all in. I love I really like Clemson this year. I really do. They're 18 to 1 to win the national title. I think they're gonna get to the playoff, and then I think they're gonna avoid Georgia because I don't think Georgia gets there, which is gonna be huge. I think there's a chance they could get like a one, maybe a two seed potentially. Um, but I think it's probably going to be Clemson, Michigan would be my national championship if I had to decide today. And then I like Clemson to win it all. So there you go, Rob. I don't know how many people expected that. You picking LSU, me picking Clemson, but that's what we got. Let me ask you one question, PJ. And I'm, I'm not asking this like sarcastically, though that is my primary love language. I will ask you this sincerely. Last year, Clemson was supposed to have one of the most dominant defenses in college football. And they did, right? They did not change coordinators. Wes Godwin is back. And by the way, a guy that I really like, I've interviewed him a couple of times. He's a super good dude. But they lost two defensive tackles in the first round of the NFL draft this year. They've got to replace. They've lost a couple of defensive backs. I think this year, maybe more than in years past, you are going to have to have a real good defense to win the ACC because of North Carolina. I think the ACC, I told you this a couple of weeks ago, I think the ACC this year is going to be the best that conference has ever been, ever. I think it is the best the ACC's ever been. Narduzzi and Pitt are going to be good. Wake Forest is good. Drake May at North Carolina. Miami, if Mario Cristobal does what everybody says they're going to do, Mar uh, Miami should be good. And with Van Dyke back there, they might be a quarterback. Jordan Travis at Florida State. Cade Club, Nick at Clemson, not that Clemson has to play Clemson, but for a team that last year was going to have a historic defense and didn't, and then they lost all that talent, how do you want me to believe that Clemson's defense is going to be better this year than last year with Brian Brzee and the rest of these guys going to the show? Because that's what's holding me back from picking the Tigers. So if you can win this, this date, if you can win me over here, PJ, I might say I was wrong. I just haven't met anybody yet that could. Rob, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why Clemson's defense is going to be better. There's two reasons. The first one being, as you know, Dabo, when Clemson was going through their run and they won back-to-back -back titles, he had the same coordinators throughout. He had Brett Venables on defense. He had Tony Elliott on offense. Last year, Dabo Sweeney 
finally had to adjust to life with new coordinators. And I think it was a big adjustment for everybody. You know, I mean, we don't talk about that enough with Nick Saban at Alabama and all the turnover he has year after year after year with all these coordinators because he makes it look so easy. But I think Clemson reminded you last year what a tough transition that can be. So I think that was a big part of it, right? Having Venables all those years and then going to West Goodwin under year one. But I think the bigger reason, Rob, and I think while they'll be a lot better this year, their offense last year just didn't help them out. There wasn't any complimentary football. There wasn't, you know, they couldn't sustain drives like they wanted to. They couldn't put up points like they wanted to. What When Clemson's defense is at their best and when Clemson as a team is at their best, it's when they're scoring a lot of points and then they can lean on that ridiculous D-line that they always have with all those great pass rushers, and they can get after the opposing quarterback. But time after time last year, I mean, how many times was Clemson playing like 13 to 10 games, 20 to 14 games? And that's just not how they want to play, right? When they were in their heyday with Watson and Lawrence, I mean, they were scoring in the 40s. They were scoring in the 50s. So the reason I like them so much this year is I don't think Klubnik is the talent that Lawrence and Watson were but I certainly think he's going to be an upgrade under DJ in that system. And I think bringing Garrett Riley in, who was with TCU, who was Lincoln Riley's brother, who wants to go up-tempo, I just think they're going to score a ton of points, and I think that's going to help the defense out a lot. And I think I think they're going to be a lot better because their offense is going to be a lot better. So that's why I'm high on Clemson this year. It's as good of an argument as I've heard so far. I don't know that you're walking me back over the line yet, but it's as good of an argument. I will tell you this. The wild card, without a question, the wild card is Garrett Riley and Garrett Riley's offense combined with Cade Klubnik, right? Uh, If Cade Klubnik is the guy that Clemson fans are telling me he's going to be, not only will Clemson probably win the conference, but on top of that, I think Garrett Riley's probably within two years the head coach at a major Division One Power Five university. That's going to be the big deal is how long can they hang on to this guy if it all works out? Here's the problem. These are the same Clemson fans that told me last year that DJ Uyunglele was going to be the All-American, was going to be in New York standing up receiving a Heisman, yada, yada, yada. And I know it's a totally different player and it's a totally different system and it's a totally different coordinator and et cetera, et cetera. But I've seen Jordan Travis do it. I haven't seen Cade do it. We saw Cade come in and, and do it a little bit here and there, but he was a handoff machine last year in that Notre Dame game and the games that that he stood in for uh, DJ Uyunglele, including, by the way, a bowl game. Granted, bowl games are kind of special. You got to make exceptions. But in that bowl game, he looked very much overwhelmed. Do you not think the Knowles are going to be bringing a lot of different looks at Cade Klubnik that he hasn't seen before to try to do the same thing? If Garrett Riley works and if Cade Klubnik is him, like Tiger fans are telling me he is, then yeah, I may very well be eating a healthy batch of purple and orange crow at the end of the year. But I'm going to go with the established organization. And right now, offensively, it is Florida State that is established, not Clemson, hence my lean. Rob, let me ask you a question. Got less than a minute left. What quarterback, because we got a lot of good ones in college football this year, which one like fascinates you the most? Like which one, and it could be a school who like hasn't decided their QB yet and you want to see who their QB is. Like what's the quarterback or the school that just fascinates you the most this season? You can't wait to see how they play. 
I've already talked about him. Jaden Daniels at LSU, without a doubt. I, 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 am, I really want to see what this kid can do because, again, the whole premise was he learned how to trust his pocket and not use the legs as the first option. That's when a run... Lamar Jackson's not dangerous because he runs so well. He's dangerous because he runs so well and he can throw when he does. If Jaden learns a little bit of that, Ooh. It's true. Jaden Daniels back for another year. Big expectations for LSU baseball talk. On we'll the way be next. right back.